Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's going to take a lot to get my mind off where we've already been in the show. I mean, when one of the great Pittsburgh restaurants drops by bringing lobster bisque, lobster flatbread, and a pear salad for you to try on a Friday afternoon, it's going to take something like an amazing baseball story with an astronaut and a couple of guys who became fast friends and the author coming on the program to talk to us about it. And, well, that's exactly what we've got. Adam Lazarus is joining us. His book is called The Wingmen, The Unlikely, Unusual, Unbreakable Friendship Between John Glenn and Ted Williams. And I am delighted to have Adam Lazarus joining us here on KDKA Marine Corps birthday, Veterans Day tomorrow, and you've got a story between a couple of guys that you sort of say, how did these guys ever get to know each other? Adam, it's great to have you on the program. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. So how did you find out about this story? I mean, I know that you've got Ohio ties, but was it something that in, in terms of your love of Ohio politics or was it uh, Boston Red Sox? How did you find out about this? I just saw a photo of the two men at their Korean Korean War uh, Marine Corps base in 1953. It was posted actually around this time on Veterans Day. Someone uh, posted the photo and showing them and said something like, did you know that John Glenn and Ted Williams served together in the Korean War? And I had no idea. I'm a big baseball history fan, so I knew a lot about Ted Williams. And like you said, I'm from Ohio. So you don't grow up in Ohio without knowing about John Glenn. And I saw this photo, and I was really amazed by it that I had never heard this story. Of all the stories I've heard about both men, I had never heard about this interaction. And the more reading I did, uh, I learned about their service together during the Korean War as fighter pilots in the the Marine Corps. And then later on in life, their friendship, uh, as you mentioned earlier, when John Glenn goes back to space in 1998 at the age of 77, uh, one of the people there cheering him on on the VIP runway launch pad area was Ted Williams, and that just made for a wonderful story, in my opinion. These two guys could not have been more different. I mean, let's be completely honest. I mean, you've got one guy's a Presbyterian, the other guy basically says, I don't believe really in a whole lot. He's agnostic, right? One guy says, I'm a Democrat, and he was married for 73 years. Ted Williams, a Republican who had three ex-wives. I mean, we could go on and on and on, and yet at the same time, there was something that drew them together. What was it? What drew them together? Well, I think first and foremost is their relationship during the war. They served together not for that long they were only in korea for together for around five months but they flew some very harrowing missions together they didn't fly dozens and dozens of combat missions together but they flew a handful and some of them were very memorable one of them resulted in ted williams crash landing his plane another one resulted in what john glenn thought was going to lead to his court martial so i think that kind of their friendship had something of a baptism by fire 
But um, their service together, you know, I think it breeds that band of brothers elements, and that's what happened with the two of them. So I think that's one of the reasons they became friends. But I think they shared a lot more than just sort of their personal resumes of their personalities and their beliefs and religious and politics and things like that. They both were really driven and persistent and uh, obsessive, almost obsessive compulsive about um, whatever it was they were pursuing. Obviously, Ted Williams was baseball and fishing and John Glenn, it was being a pilot and NASA and then later politics. I think they just shared that same sensibility about um, if you want to achieve greatness, you go out and do it by, by working your hardest. The thing that is fascinating is as you read the accounts of what happened in Korea, that while Glenn was the more staid, reserved of the two, he was the one that once he got in the pilot seat was not that way at all. Whereas on the other side, Williams, who flashed bravado every single time he stepped onto a baseball field, he wasn't necessarily that same guy in the pilot seat. I mean, that's an interesting dichotomy too, isn't it? Yeah, well, John Glenn was... Uh, every, history remembers John Glenn as the like the perfect guy. He is an absolute model of, of integrity and dignity and service to his country. Uh, but what I discovered in researching writing this book was he was a he was someone you didn't want to fly with because he was very risky in the area. He was almost reckless. A lot mm. of guys did not like flying with him. He got to the war very late. He had been a career Marine, a very highly decorated Marine during World War II, and then later uh, during uh, some some service after the war. Um, and he got to the war very late. And as he said, he was trying to win the war all by himself. Yeah. And that meant taking a lot of chances in the air, taking a lot of risks and going after targets that he probably shouldn't have. Um, and conversely, Ted Williams, I think, was just kind of trying to survive. He was not a very experienced fighter pilot. Um, I think he was just trying to follow the, the, the mission, which was drop their bombs and sort of get out of there and get back to base. Um, so you're right. It is an interesting sort of role reversal for the two that John Glenn was uh, – so so insistent and so um, fiery behind the stick, and Ted Williams was sort of just trying to get through his missions. Often he would come back from base and be very blasé about it and say, well, it wasn't that big a deal. So, yes, you're right. They, they definitely had um, a real role reversal in that way. Adam Lazarus joining us. His book is called The Wingman. It talks about the inseparable friendship between John Glenn and Ted Williams. Yes, John Glenn, who went on to NASA fame as an astronaut and then obviously served his country as a U.S. senator from Ohio for many years as well. Ted Williams, a Hall of Fame baseball player, many considered to be the greatest hitter of all time. I think you could probably make a case for Tony Gwynn, but that's another day. Um, let's talk to us about how did Ted Williams end up in the military? Because many people during World War II, even though they would be serving, they might not be on the front lines, right? So we get to Korea, and here he is that he's a, a fighter pilot where he is in the cockpit. I mean, do have Boston fans figured out just yet how it is that he ended up in that spot? Well, my book sort of supposes from my research that it was sort of an accident that he got recalled. As you said, everybody really served. A lot of Major League Baseball players and football players served in World War II. The whole country was going into war. Korea was a different story. Ted Williams stayed in what was called the Marine Corps Reserves, mm -hmm. their voluntary reserves. And he sort of kept his rank. He didn't have to do any training. He kept his role in the military. And he was sort of that he got called back by accident. And uh, once the news broke that he had been called back, it was it was big news. It was on the front pages of many newspapers and people were questioning it. And once they realized that it was Ted Williams, the baseball player, they couldn't exactly say, oh, never mind. We're not calling you back because you're a big celebrity. That would have looked pretty bad for the Marine Corps and the Department yes. of Defense and everyone. Yeah. Um, so once he got called back, he was asked to serve. And 
I don't really know, you know, that they had conversations that, oh, we shouldn't put him on the front lines. But Ted Williams was actually very adamant that if he was going to serve, he didn't want a safe desk job. He wanted to learn to fly the jet, which was a new, obviously the jet was very early on. It had not been used during World War II. It was very new to the beginning of the Korean War. And he liked the challenge of that. And he worked his hardest and he rose through the ranks to the point where they said, yes, you're going to go be deployed. And he went over there. And for the most part, he was just another fighter pilot. A lot of the uh, accounts that I've read from people who, you know, his commanding officers here and there over in Korea basically said we treated him just like everyone else. And it's sort of an interesting um, vision of hearing of having this big celebrity. Could you imagine someone like Tom Brady or or Bryce Harper or whoever it is going to serve? I doubt they would be treated just like everyone else. But that's exactly what it sounds like it happened. There's no way that LeBron James would fit in one of those cockpits. But, yeah, I think that Tom Brady maybe would, right? I mean, let's just be be completely honest here. Adam, I know that um, the book was released in August, and, and there are going to be pockets, I'm sure, of the country. Boston, I'm sure, gravitates through this. Ohio, I'm sure, loves this as well. But what else are you hearing? What are you hearing from reviewers and people who have, have had a chance to to read it and, and, and reflect on what you've written? I've heard a lot of people talk – from the element of the politics that you hinted, on, hinted at earlier. Uh, John Glenn being a liberal, not very liberal, but he was a Democrat. He was sort of a moderate Democrat, but he served four terms, progressed Democratic agendas. And Ted Williams was a right-wing conservative Republican, very good friends with Richard Nixon, supported all the Republican candidates, big supporter of NRA rights and things like that, and not very big into the um, hippie movement of the late 1960s. So they were completely different ends of the political spectrum in almost every way. But it didn't ruin their friendship. And that's something that I've heard from a lot of people, particularly people in this political climate where Republicans and Democrats can't be in the same room with each mm-hmm. other today. A lot of them. Um, John Glenn and Ted Williams disagreed on almost every political topic you could you could think of. But they still were very good friends and they set that aside and it didn't hurt their friendship. And that's something that I think that people today could learn a little bit about, yeah. um, that they had this bond that, as the title suggests, was unbreakable because of. For one reason that I I talked about earlier, their service to their country is what brought them together. And they both cared about the country, cared about um, a lot of different topics and cared about people. And I think that's something that a lot of people have responded to, that despite these huge differences on every possible angle, they still were made friends and really respected one one another. That's the thing that I often heard John Glenn say is uh, he respected Ted Williams and John Ted Williams conversely would frequently say that his hero in life was was John Glenn. Yeah. So that speaks a lot to, to that topic. Well, I know you're going to be here in Pittsburgh. I want uh, we got to wrap things up here, but it, where are you going to be next week? If people want to come by, see you get their book signed, et cetera, tell us where you're going to be. I will be at Federal Galley on uh, North Shore on Children's Way at 6 p.m. on Thursday, November 16th. City Books is going to be uh, selling books there. The Moonshot Space Museum, which is in that area, too, on North Lincoln Avenue, is going to be there giving out uh, information obviously relevant to, to John Glenn, the space program. So I'd love for people to come out there. If you go to my website, which is adamlazarusbooks.com, all the information is right there if you click on News and Events. Federal Galley coming up next Thursday, 6 p.m. Moonshot, is, it's really awesome that they're getting involved in this, too, because it is a really cool space museum and City Books being part of that, too. Adam, thank you so much for sharing in this and again on the birthday of the united states marine corps it's fitting that we have a story about john glenn and about his dear friend ted williams thanks for being here thank you for having me yeah really really great stuff adam lazarus l-a-z-a-r-u-s his last name if you're looking for it the book is called the wingmen and again john glenn and ted williams friendship 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 